Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, you're listening to the Five Minute Talk Show with Phil Iazetta. We're bringing you today's best comedy and entertainment personalities. Now, your host, Phil Iazetta. Joining us on the Five Minute Talk Show hotline is a guy I am sure you'll recognize both audibly and visibly. He's been doing this since, what, 19 years old? I'm not going to give away his age, but it's been a long time. He'll be at Levity Live this weekend. Five shows. That's the 4th to the 6th of October. Levity Live in beautiful New York. Then he's off to the Bray Improv November 8th to the 10th. Ari Spears, when do you get time to sleep between the podcast and the stand-up schedule? I mean, we know James Brown was called the hardest working man in show business, but you give him a run for his money. How do you sleep? That's a good question, man. I'm like Batman. I'm nocturnal, brother. You know, I'm, 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 I'm constantly, I probably hibernate during the day and get to sleep in until about noon or two. And then uh, the nighttime is my time. Well, you've been doing it so long. I mean, what keeps you motivated? Because with everything going on in this business, it's probably one of the hardest things to do right now, being a stand-up comic, because everyone wants to be a victim and everyone wants to attack you right away, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, Well, what keeps me motivated? Uh, Child support and alimony. (laughs) Those are the two greatest motivating factors ever. (laughs) Either that or live behind a dumpster. Now, in, in all seriousness, though, aside from the money, is it is it the people? Is it the crowd? I mean, there's got to be something other than just the money because, you know, you could be a lawyer or a doctor at this point or teaching somewhere. Yeah, you know, no, I, I you know, I don't, I don't want it to come off uh, cliche or corny, but no, it really is the connection with the people. I mean, I truly love what I do. Uh, and there's nothing more gratifying than making it a, a room full of people all laugh simultaneously. Uh, you know, it's an ego boost, an ego boost and a power trip. It, it's crazy to me the way crowds get, though, at your shows. And, I mean, it, it, for me, it's refreshing because I watch stand-up comics all the time, Aries. And, you know, being out in Vegas, there's a lot of good ones, but there's a lot more bad ones. So when I go to one of your shows, it amazes me the energy level. I mean, are you yourself – I mean, you're a fan of comedy. When you go to other shows, are you amazed that – it's like people are getting ready to go to sleep, and then when they go to your show, it's just it's a really good time. Well, you know, man, I, I, th- I think the best comics, and, and you're right, there's only a handful of them that really stand out. It's like, you know, there's a thousand people trying to be it, but there's only a handful that actually are that. Um, and you can name them all on five fingers. Uh, so I just want to be one of those guys that leave an impact on you. You know, I grew up in the 80s. And as a fight fan, I was always a Mike Tyson guy. And one of the things that was always breathtaking to me about Mike Tyson was he went in there, he handled his business, and if you went to go get popcorn, you missed the fight. So I always wanted to be that that exciting as a comic. Do you think we're kind of spoiled? Because we're about the same age. Do you think we're spoiled, though? Because when we grew up, when we had these people around us, I mean, you just mentioned Mike Tyson, perhaps the best example. But then again, Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor. I mean, you talk about George Carlin. We grew up around the best of the best. Is that why we're becoming our parents and just becoming miserable as we get older? Because nothing impresses me anymore. 
You know, it's funny. I, I, I used to say that the only thing I think this young generation has done better than us is technology. You know, smartphones and iPads and flat screen TVs and video game consoles. You know, the, the, the technology is astounding. But I always ask the question, who today replaces Michael Jackson? Who today replaces Michael Jordan, Mike Tyson, Ali, James Brown, Aretha Franklin, Whitney Houston? You know, so not to sound like a old man get off my porch, but I really do believe this generation had it better. Our generation had it better. Yeah, I mean, I think you're being kind because you didn't even mention, in my mind, and, I, you know, I don't want to seem soft saying this, but Whitney Houston, in my mind, when I still hear her voice now, I get goosebumps. I mean, that was the voice. You didn't mention Prince. Oh, I yeah, mean, and I should have mentioned Prince and David Bowie. It, I mean, it's just, it's sad because these kids, you look around and it's like, wow, what what can we do, though? I mean, is there anything we can do? Because our, our people, our old school guys, when you know, even sports, I mean, you look at it today, it's just different. It's just done in a different way. Boxing, probably the best example. The sport is pretty much dead as far as I'm concerned. What can we do as the elder statesmen now, Aries, to, to make these kids understand they got to step up their game? You know, I don't think that there's anything we can do. I, I think that as time goes on, you know, eventually there will become or will be another somebody. Uh, I just think this, this generation is in a recession right now. Uh, and, what they, and what they think is great isn't really great. Um, no. And everything's diluted and everything is moist and everything is politically correct. So, uh I, I hope I hope we get past this era. Uh, I mean, you know, the best of my years uh, in terms of that, I think, have come and gone. But at least before I go, I'd like to see a, a reemergence, a resurgence. Oh, we we need it, man. I'm telling you. And just hearing your voice, I mean, I, I can't help but I, I love the impressions that you do. But hearing your voice, just regular airy spears. Do people tell you how much just on the regular you sound like LL Cool J? Because it's really kind of scary. Yeah, I've heard that before. I'm working right now on getting his muscles. <laughs> I can't, let me tell you something. Him and Sylvester Stallone, I wish Sylvester would have stayed away from the plastic surgery, but LL Cool J to me, those are the two guys. You look at them, and they look better now physically than they did 20, 30 years ago. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. You know, listen, at one point in time, I think somewhere in the late 90s, uh, when LL Cool J really was ripped and in shape, I'm looking at some of his videos maybe two days ago, and ain't a gay bone in my body, but I understand. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, no, I, I agree with you there. There's just a couple guys. Before he got into all that stuff, R. Kelly used to be the other one with what he could do to women. I've never seen that in my life, Aries. I mean, comedy, it, it's not quite the same. I mean, <laughs> if you had to draw a you'd be, you'd be, you'd be, you'd be just You'd be surprised, my man. You'd be surprised. It's time for Bob Zaney and this week's Zaney Report. It's time for the Zaney Report brought to you by BobZaney.com. First up, a new survey has found West Virginia residents watch more TV than people in other states. The reason? Five words. The Dukes of Hazard Channel. In Fresno, uh, a, a store caught a man trying to steal a chainsaw by stuffing it down his pants. Now, an eyewitness said if he's not circumcised, he sure is now. And finally, because of so many views, the Washington, D.C. Zoo has added a second live webcam for their naked mole rat. 
They also plan to shut down the webcam uh, because of no views of their clothed mole rat. And there you have it. I'm on the Twitter at Bob Zaney. Zaney Bob on the Instagram. Until next time, bay bay. And welcome back to the Five Minute Talk Show. Who who would you say right now, without naming names, without getting anybody into trouble, who would you say right now in comedy has the best game? In terms of when you say game, you talking about comedy or talking about with women? No, I'm talking about with women. We talked enough about comedy. Me, man. <laughs> Me. <laughs> Listen, dude, I'm a fat, chunky dude, and I get draws, <laughs> which is why I'm on a mission. If I can get me, if I can get my LL body together with my swagger and my confidence and tad bit arrogance, I'll be a problem. I'm telling you, man. I have always said that you were the one. I've been shocked that you were the one guy who has not done a major movie where they have just surrounded everything around you. Because I'm telling you, as far as bringing it with the ladies, yeah, we joke around. But comedy, Aries, I don't think anyone can touch you when it comes to making people laugh on television, on the screen. I'm just waiting for a buddy flick with you and, let's say, LL. Can't you be a cop or something on that NCIS? Man, listen, from your lips to God's ears, brother. (laughs) I've 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 been praying for that for so long. He got me on hold listening to elevator music, man. Man, I'm telling you, that is not right because that is the one thing I think you really need to unleash yourself on America and because people forgot. People forgot how talented you are. And Listen, if they... man, I, I recently posted a picture, and this is me in my vanity, but I recently posted a picture of me when I was, I think, like 1920, when I first came to L.A. and did my first TV show, South the Sunset, with Glenn Fry on CBS. Yes. And I mean, man, I look like an Avenger. <laughs> well, you're getting back there, let me tell you. I'm, I'm, I'm trying, man, I'm trying. It's coming. You keep doing these schedules and working like this. I'm telling you, Levity Live, the 4th to the 6th, that's Friday through Sunday, five shows. It works you out, man, I'm telling you, because when you get off stage, you're drenched. It's like watching It's like watching you work out on stage. It's a pleasure to watch. As a fan of comedy, it makes me think back to those guys, you know, that, that we don't mention anymore, like Robin Harris, you know, like, the, the old school guys who go out there and give people what they want. And that's why I hope people check you out this weekend. Levity Live. If they miss you on the East Coast, Brea Improv, November 8th to, to the 10th. Anything else you want to tell people about the podcast? Because I've heard it. It's pretty good. Yeah, uh, the podcast is called Spears and Steinberg, a.k.a. The Jew and the Jerk. Uh, <laughs> it's available on all mediums, iTunes, Apple, Spotify, Google Play, and Spearsburg.com. I love it. Aries, as always, thank you so much for taking the time. I know how busy you are. Please try to get some sleep because you're one of the last of a dying breed, my friend. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it, man. Mikasa Sukasa, man. You've been listening to the 5-Minute Talk Show. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and keep listening at 5MinuteTalkShow.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? 
That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.